0: You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson. China is pure evil. Why pure evil? Within the next few minutes, I will offer a substantial list of proofs that tear through the heart of any and all assumed and pretend credibility that they may claim to have. This list, by the way, is by no means comprehensive. So much of this dirty little high-tech backwater is still unknown. First of all, China is a dirty bribe monster machine. This means China is full of corruption, down to its very satanic rotten carcass of a soul. Again, they have zero credibility as a governing body. They have to twist arms to get their way, and if the bribes didn't work, but they do, then they would use whatever mafia gangster tactics humanly possible, and they do against their own people. They also use non-human coercion, or AI, to bully and terrorize their own people. They have mobile police robots with face recognition cameras, of course, to roam the city streets and give orders and track and bully the citizenry. Here is a mere sampling of just some of China's targets here in America. Peter Schweitzer goes into this a great deal as well in his book, Red-Handed. First of all, there's the U.S. Congress. Dianne Feinstein has always made excuses for China's bad behavior. Nancy Pelosi used to be somewhat critical of China, but not so much now due possibly to her husband's so-called business dealings, making a tremendous amount of money with his premier American enemy. Recently, Nancy Pelosi gave a speech at Cambridge University and acknowledged genocide of the Uyghurs while proclaiming partnering with China on the made-up climate change crisis was the overriding issue. Mitch McConnell and his wife have received a massive gift of wealth from her father due to his business dealings in China. Countless other Congress members made a lot of money from so-called lobbying services for China. If you're making money for your enemy, how can you objectively protect the security of America? China calls this process elite capture Or a form of corruption whereby resources are biased to benefit a few individuals of elite status in detriment to the welfare of the larger population of Democrats, Republicans, and Independents. Because of China's penchant for saving, investing, and not going into debt, this process has allowed China to manipulate the debt ridden USA into going from stable, American sourced forms of energy such as natural gas coal, and oil to so-called green energy sources that puts America at tremendous disadvantage. First, there's no justification for green energy being superior in any way. It's far more expensive and the USA stupidly buys solar panels and the like from communist fascist China, all putting us at their mercy. So there's the U.S. Congress being compromised through subtle and not-so-subtle bribery, Next, there's Silicon Valley. In 2013, China made it a crime punishable by three years in prison for just spreading rumors online. Mark Zuckerberg, or Suckabuck as I like to call him, treats dictator so-called President Xi Jinping like royalty. Suckabuck has a book in his office of all the blowhard speeches and comments of, of Xi because he wants all Facebook employees to understand socialism with Chinese characteristics and blatant disregard of the capitalism that Suckabuck started with and helped made him so successful. And these tech elites have helped China's attempt to surpass the USA in military capabilities. Bill Hates the Truth Gates has been a major part of that, investing heavily in China's military and heavy censorship of search engine content, especially that which is critical of China's fascist totalitarianism. Bill Gates has also outsourced tons of jobs to China. China has named Gates among the top 50 foreigners, shaping China's modern development, along with such dirty company as Karl Marx and Joseph Stalin. Gates is now an advisor to the Chinese Communist fascist government specifically their military, through the Chinese Academy of Engineering, or the CAE. Google is another guilty player. It's all about AI. Beijing has declared that passing the USA in AI is a national priority. AI is military technology, and it's all used by authoritarian regimes for face recognition of potential enemies and data fusion for surveillance influence, and political control. The founder and CEO of JD.com said this, Throughout the past, many people believed that communism is something that can't be achieved. But with the technologies we have laid out in the last two or three years, I have come to recognize that communism can indeed be achieved in our generation. Robots, he explained, could do most of the work so the government could distribute the wealth to everyone. Robots could do most of the work, so the government could distribute the wealth to everyone, and there will be no poor or rich people, and all the companies will be nationalized. Unquote. Cisco CEO John Chambers said this, My workforce has to be five times as productive in this country than in the rest of the world. He explained during a lecture at MIT. Engineers in China were paid about $40,000 a year, he explained, compared to U.S. tech workers who made up to $250,000 per year. There have also been abuses towards America in favor of China from Jack Dorsey's Twitter, Reid Hoffman's LinkedIn, Tim Cook's Apple, and on and on it goes. Quoting from the book Red Handed, Tech investor Peter Thiel said this, You have this almost magical thinking that by pretending that everything is fine, that's how you engage and have a conversation. And you make the world better. And it's some combination of wishful thinking. It's useful idiots, you know. It's CCP, fifth columnist, collaborators. The attraction may also be the power that tech giants can feel in an authoritarian society. Is what writer Noam Cohen calls tech's interest in the veneer of ultimate control. He quotes computer science trailblazer Joseph Weizenbaum of MIT, who wrote in the 1970s about the lure of power through technology No playwright, no stage director, no emperor, however powerful, has ever exercised such absolute authority to arrange a stage or a field of battle, and to command such unswervingly dutiful actors or troops. The computer programmer is a creator of universes for which he alone is the law giver. In other words, these are unbalanced, lopsided nerds who are trying to take over everything. Schweitzer continues in his book, dictatorships in the real world work nicely with dictatorships in the digital world power, along with market access, can indeed be intoxicating, and authoritarian regimes are capable of granting both without the sort of ethical restraints that apply in a free country like the United States. So it gives them incredible short-term advantage. There's not enough time here, but there is the Vice President Brandon crime family that has gotten incredibly wealthy off China's payoffs, at least 31 million dollars. And there is no obvious disclosure record of who funds the Biden Center at the University of Pennsylvania that takes millions of dollars per year to fund. And donations to the University of Pennsylvania from China tripled as soon as Vice President Brandon opened up his Biden Center. It went from 15 million dollars to 60 million dollars in just three years. Highly suspicious. Indeed, Every deal the Biden secured in China involved people deeply connected to the CCP spy network. There is so much more that we just don't have time for here. There's the Chinese corruption of Wall Street, Blackstone, and Blackrock. Then there's bribed corruption of diplomats and the Bush and Trudeau dynasties. And, of course, the horrid corruption of America's universities. China is purely Machiavellian. Mafia-like. The book, The Prince, was almost required reading in the Mafia. It's all about appearing to be one thing, like those ridiculous Confucius societies they have in American universities. Promoting a bucolic, relaxed, peaceful, introspective China in a pig's eye. That dog don't hunt no more. Now it's all about strong-arm tactics to do and say anything, and I mean anything, to get their way. Why? Because there is no adequate communication from the masses. Free speech in China is blatantly and brutally illegal. Case in point is the Shanghai so-called zero-tolerance-to-COVID lockdown from last year. The Chinese Communist fascists literally locked many thousands of citizens up in their homes with locks and armed guards to make sure no one got out for many weeks, for some more than a month. Thousands of people yelled and screamed and banged on pots and pans out on their balconies, begging for food because they were starving to death, and all because of some vile, silly lie, a paranoia about a COVID strain that was probably relatively harmless. Look, this had nothing to do with COVID. It was all a power-mad trip of torturing their own people on a massive scale. If that isn't evil, I don't know what is. Truckers brought donated food, but they drove around for hours and hours not knowing where to drop it off. Film footage shows truckloads of this food and produce going straight to landfills. Prior to this, there were zero deaths reported in Shanghai for two years. COVID obviously was a scam. Excuse. Extreme damage has been done to America's national security. For example, tens of thousands of Chinese students and businessmen overseas have been enlisted in China's spy networks. There are human rights abuses, Fei Gong citizens of Hong Kong, the Uyghurs, Tibetans, brutal lockdowns, censorship, concentration camps, and executions of political prisoners, arbitrary kidnappings, all well documented. The worst, of course, they do their best to hide, but the truth continues to leak out. China is destroying other countries as well. Nepal and Sri Lanka, especially, have been through pure hell. China bought their debt through forgiveness of loans, so weak, debt-ridden countries are especially vulnerable. How many trillions in debt is America? It keeps going up and up. That means America is vulnerable to Chinese takeover, obviously. It's the Christians that the Chinese, Communists, Fascists fear most. A high-ranking official in China has stated that he's not afraid of America's military. What he's afraid of is there are some 100 million Christians deeply embedded and hiding mostly in China. They're hiding. Once they're free, it could be all over for the communist fascist dictators. State-owned Chinese companies avail themselves to American intellectual property only to kick Westerners out once their usefulness has been exhausted. COVID was not only war-gamed and advanced, but it was gain-of-function or made in Wuhan labs with the help of Americans, including that low-life fascist fraud, Tony Fauci. Then there's something called Assassin's Mace. What is Assassin's Mace? For centuries, warring factions within present-day China fought each other back and forth for thousands of years. The Chinese classic book, The Art of War, came up with strategies and tactics from this ancient era. Assassin's mace is simply secret covert tricks to bring down a much stronger enemy. This is a slow, painful death for the ruling power. The most frightening part of this is the idea of hiding in plain sight, or doing destructive things, That are difficult for China's enemy, in this case the USA, to even see. How is this done? How does one hide in plain sight? One way it's done is by demonizing the good. If the good, or let's say moral behavior, is demonized for some silly made up reason, oh, let's say something really stupid like every white male is a racist, sexist, homophobe, that anything the white male says to defend himself for his beliefs has already been demonized. So now he sounds like a rationalizing guilty fool, guilty for playing defense. Not only that, but he didn't react quickly enough to deflect the big lie because he was so innocent. In other words, he didn't see it coming. But the brainwashed college kids, simpletons, who believe this propaganda, were brainwashed in the relative secrecy in the cocoon of the universities by old Marxist hippies. In other words, the demonizing propaganda started decades before the innocent ever knew what was even happening, and so he had no awareness, time to react to it. In time, Jonathan Swift once said, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. Another key component of Assassin's Mace is that the weaker, or China in this case, does not openly engage the stronger, or the USA. General George S. Patton said no one ever won a war by dying for his country. Wars are won by making the other poor dumb bastard die for his country. Subtle duplicity is an essential part of Assassin's Mace. For example... There are many Confucius societies on many university campuses today. They have a large presence and massive, massive money donations to these cash-greedy schools. These Confucius societies highlight greatly exaggerated peaceful aspects of traditional China, and over-romanticization implying that China is still that way and not dangerous to the world of freedom or peace at all. In other words, they are lying about communism and deliberately deceiving, or to be more precise, brainwashing those unskilled in the ways of critical thinking college kids. This is deception or assassin's mace, and it's China's way of fighting and winning a secret war and defeating America once and for all. In the book, The 100-Year Marathon, former Reagan advisor Michael Pillsbury spells out these details. This 100-year marathon refers to the Chinese Communist Revolution of 1949 and its goal of world hegemony by its 100-year anniversary in 2049. By that time, the Chinese hawks expect China to be twice as strong as the United States, and with a population four times the size of the American population, this is easily viable, but under its current totalitarian government, this would be disastrous for the entire world. Abraham Lincoln said, America will never be defeated from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedom, it will come from the inside. Communist, fascist China understands this completely. More subtle duplicity that strongly affects the inside is censorship of movies. American films are heavily censored. For example, nothing negative about China is allowed. Nothing. In the 1980s, for example, a movie called Red Dawn was made about the Chinese invasion of Spokane, Washington. Decades later, a remake was made that replaced the Chinese invaders with North Koreans. Now, who in the world would ever believe that North Korea would invade America? It's too small. Even if they did, China would have to be deeply involved, but China was barely even mentioned in the remake. China is censoring or else millions of dollars in ticket sales will be lost because China will ban the film. The goal, in other words, is to make certain that as many Americans as possible are kept in the dark about China's true intentions. In the best-selling Chinese book, The China Dream, the idea for conquest of America is to introduce complacency until the right moment. In the original Mandarin version of that book, it is clear that they need to hit America when its weakest and too weak to respond in kind. By the time America wakes up, it will be too late. Getting back to COVID, COVID is a mere test to see how passive Americans can be. China started it, but the deep staters within America and worldwide are continuing it. It has proven itself to be not very dangerous at all. The numbers have been cooked to make it seem much, much worse than it really was. This is only a test for something far larger in the near future. Masks are meant to dehumanize you and make you fearful. The BLM Incorporated riots operate the same way. Burning cities are meant to dehumanize the citizenry and to keep Americans afraid and behind locked doors peeking through their peaky blinders. Cowering behind a mask or a door, it's all the same. Whether COVID or BLM Incorporated, the fears are identical, so it's no coincidence that they both happened simultaneously right before the vital election of 2020. This is all by design. There is nothing accidental here. And it can easily be argued that this is all a part of Communist Fascist China's assassin's mace. China, by proxy, is hiding behind every single mask and every locked door whenever you are too afraid to even peek outside. The enemy is fear and blind conformity to totalitarian decrees by deep staters like his royal anus, Governor of California, Gavin Grusome. We are not living in the same America that I grew up in. Being born and raised in the middle of this once great country, I grew up believing there were certain things a typical sassy American would never succumb to. Bending over and grabbing the ankles was one of those taboos. Nowadays, because we live so vicariously through TV and music and movies and social media, Americans have never been so passive, but we don't have to take it. Policy-wise, we must be strong in the face of global bullies like communist fascist China, We must insist before China advances one step further on the world stage to allow three basic freedoms of their own people. Number one, freedom of speech. Number two, freedom of the press. And number three, free and unfettered elections with same-day paper ballots. The world will never be safe until those three actions have been achieved. Communist, fascist China should never have been allowed to survive into the 21st century. Their fascist idiotology has grown massive leverage with radical advances in technology due to their competition and hatred of freedom and self-determination. Now, high-tech is relatively cheap. Therefore, it's easy to put cameras everywhere and spy gizmos to control a world population. If China was forced through strong-arm sanctions, to give up its totalitarian government in the 20th century, then these military expenditures fueling a hyper-speed tech race would likely not have even occurred. Therefore, totalitarian threats would have been greatly downplayed. But alas, that did not happen. The evil of China is much tougher to defeat now. What went wrong Well, America does not have 15- and 20-year plans like China. Because of our lack of centralization, it depends on elections. We're not sure what the future looks like. Communist, fascist dictators do. They force vision. Needs and desires of the people be damned. The government steals their money and freedom. They know better than their own citizens. They know what's best for their citizens, not the citizens themselves, or so they claim. Action steps. According to Peter Schweitzer, we can insist that lobbying from any Chinese company that is a threat to American national security be banned, and two, take them off any American stock exchange, and three, ban joint research by American universities, investors, and corporations with any Chinese military and intelligence projects, and this just scratches the surface. Things may seem dark now, but the darkest hour is always before the dawn. Winston Churchill said this, America will always do the right thing when all other possibilities have been exhausted. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I'm Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.